With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Miss M E Studio presents Just Being Me Podcast. Your girl, Margo Evans. Hey, y'all. It's me, Margo Evans, here with the Just Being Me podcast. Hey, y'all. Hey. So I am so happy to be here. This is episode four. I've made it. I've made it to episode four. And I want to thank everybody, everybody who tuned into my podcast that are tuning into my podcast. This is like so amazing. And I appreciate all of the love that I've been receiving, the comments, the um, suggestions and all (laughs) all of the good things that you guys have been telling me um, that you know, my topics are good and you you guys are listening in and you're sharing me with your friends. So I really do appreciate it. Um, so I made, I made a joke. Um, you know, back in the day when our parents used to tell us to tell, tell them if, um, a stranger is messing with us or following us. But nowadays we want people to follow us, follow me, follow me, follow me. Right. (laughs) So follow me, follow me on Twitter at just being me, which is M underscore e underscore or on facebook at just being me margo evans or instagram at just being m underscore e underscore or email me at just being me margo evans at gmail.com yes so follow me follow me stalk me stalk me stalk me no not literally okay because i can't fight well i can't but i'll try real hard (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> stalk me on social media. I don't care. Just don't come to my house. Anyway, um, so I want to shout out the cities that have been tuning into my podcast. I really appreciate, like I said, I am looking for this list to grow and grow and grow. So continue sharing me. Um, the LBC, Woo Woo, Los Angeles, Lakewood, Compton, Riverside, Tacoma Park, Maryland, Encino, and Moore Park. Yay! Thank you guys so very much for tuning in and tune in every week. Again, I still don't know what days I'm dropping it. It looks like my I'm not I'm dropping my um podcast, but it looks like Thursdays are working out for me. So, um I don't want to put that as a definite date. Um but as long as you like my pages, um follow me on Spreaker. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com. That's where I do my podcast from. 
and then I link it to all of my other social medias. But if you go to Spreaker, um, S P R E A K E R dot com and follow me there, you will definitely know when I drop each of my podcasts. So thank you so much. Um, this weekend I had a very relaxing weekend because the rest of my weekends are BB. You know what that mean? Basically booked. <laughs> and that's a good thing. I'm not complaining about it, but I enjoyed this weekend with relaxing and, you know, doing things for my show. I told you guys that I'm going to have my first, uh, my very own um, comedy show here in Long Beach at the Federal Underground. It's the Hey Ya comedy show. Of course it is. Um, so save the date, Thursday, June 27th. It's at 7.30 p.m. We are going to show up and show out. I would love for everybody to be there or be square because it's going to be a bomb show, okay? All of our shows will be bomb. So you want to be there. I want you to be there to celebrate the just being me, just being me, see? Okay, so um, I am live. The Hey Y'all comedy show. <laughs> I have to keep switching hats. It's, you know, really hard. I got Hey Y'all comedy show, and I got the Just Be and Me podcast, so I got to get it together. Anyway, um, please come out and support me. I really, really, I really would appreciate it. Um, so I just been working kind of this weekend, just working on the promo and getting the comics together and all that good stuff, so... That was this, that weekend, last weekend, this weekend is booked. Um, it's my dad's birthday, um, actually tomorrow on June 7th. Happy birthday, dad. Um, he's turning 69, the big six, nine. Um, so yeah, we'll be celebrating him this weekend. That's part of my booked weekend. Um, oh yeah. And then also I'm going to be going to my, um, one of my comedy brothers, Benny Menace show here in Long Beach at the Long Beach Laugh Factory at 7 PM. And one of my comedic sisters at Wanda White will be performing in that show. So we will be there, um, supporting both of them. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I love supporting my, my com comedy friends. Like they support me. So I appreciate it. Um, so I'm going to go in a little bit into the recap because I have a lot of stuff to just break down in this whole show because people have been getting their whole life all this week. And I, you know what? I didn't even look at the news this morning because it was just so much, just so much going on. I'll get into that in the news news. But in my recap um, last week, we were talking about um, playing small in your life. I want to thank everybody for the feedback that they gave me on that topic. I had people that reached out to me and said that they feel the same way and they're going to work on, you know, not playing small, but playing them be you, you know, don't cower down because of somebody else, you know, somebody else want to be big. So you got to be small. No, do you do you. Um, I'm out here living my life out loud. I'm being a bigger person. Um, <laughs> I'm being a bigger person physically. That was, that's what I was about to say physically and mentally. Um, if you got something to say, I just say, say it, make yourself heard. The worst thing that you can do is say something in your head or think something in your head. And then somebody else 
says what you're thinking. And then you're like, dang, you know, I was going to say that, you know, I, and I've done it a lot. Like I, I know what I want to say. I have an idea. And then somebody else has the same idea because no idea is new. You know, it may be a remix on it or whatever, but there's no new idea. But your idea, your remix of an idea could have been the great idea. And somebody else came and said similarly to what you were going to say. And they get the fame. They get the the praise and I mean it's not all about fame and praise but you know if you would have opened your mouth then you would have been the one that you know let people know what it was or whatever so be loud be heard open your mouth what they say a closed mouth don't get fed if they don't, people can't read your mind they don't know what you thinking about or what you want to say so be heard stop playing small um and then the other topic that I had um last week was the biggest relationship deal breakers for each zodiac sign. And I didn't read all of those. And I was going to, um, read the rest of them because I did get some comments. So you didn't read my sign. You didn't read my sign. And I was going to read your sign until these people started acting up all this week. So I have so much news news that I got to talk about. I can't even read your sign. So I'm sorry. Let me apologize. I will get to your sign, I promise, at the top of the show next week. So tune in next week, and I will read all the rest of the Zodiac signs um, with the biggest uh, relationship deal breakers. I'll get to you. I'll get to you because I got to get into this news. Okay. Hold the phone. Okay. So in my news news segment this week, the display of racism this week has me clutching my pearls child i just can't believe how y'all are out here showing your ass what is going on with you i just i don't understand what is happening as we say in our hood don't let your president get you fucked up because <laughs> these people are crazy okay so my first racist story is did you guys hear about the five black men who went out on a um had a weekend getaway in New York? They um booked the Airbnb and it was four guys that came from out of state and then the one the fifth guy he actually lived in New York. So when they got there, well they actually booked it as an entire um unit. Like it's not shared. You can do shared or entire. So they got the entire house that's the way they booked it to themselves. When they got there, the owners were there. So it was like, okay, it's shared. They said they felt even when they walked in the door, the lady had the attitude, the host, she had an attitude with them. They had a dog. Um, and the lady was looking at the dog like, why is this dog here? But they told her that they had a dog and she told them that they could bring the dog as long as it stays in the cart, in the little crate. So dog is in the crate and they're there. So lady had attitude, but she allowed them to come up and stay in there and stay in her home. Um, once they're there, they're upstairs, they're unpacking. And the husband comes upstairs and asks them if they can, you know, kind of quiet down or whatever. They said, okay. They said that, you know, the, the husband was very cordial, asked us to quiet down. We did. He went back downstairs. And then a little bit later, here comes, it's an Asian lady that, who's the wife. She's Asian. She comes back upstairs and she tells them, get your things and get the fuck out of my house. Okay. To all five black men. 
And so they looking at her like, okay, what is happening? Like, what's the deal? So she goes on. So they start recording. Let me tell you, people, if you don't know, your cell phone is a weapon. Okay. Whenever somebody pull out that cell phone on you, you need to shut your mouth because you're so upset. You're going to say some stuff that's real. You're going to say how you really feel and you're being recorded right now. So when you see that cell phone pop out, you need to zip them lips and move it along because you about to say some stuff that is about to hurt you, your career, your family and everything else because your true you is going to be recorded. And this is exactly what this Asian lady, what happened with this Asian lady. She told them to get out of the house. She told them that they're having a party. She said that they're having a party and they're like, what party? What are you talking about? We're not having a party. We're trying to unpack our stuff. She said, well, you guys booked it as, um, four people and you guys have five people. He said, well, we actually booked the entire house to ourselves. It see, it said it slept four and there's a couch. So that's where the fifth person was going to sleep. This lady going to say, which monkey is going to stay on the couch? Oh, no, you didn't, lady. What is wrong with you? First of all, you are a person of color, okay? You are a minority. So how the heck and why the heck do you feel that you could call this these black men a monkey? A monkey? Okay, but here is the 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 breaker because one one guy was recording for you know with the lady face for it. The other guy was recording behind the lady, and the guy that was recording behind the lady when she said that he said, "What did you say?" She was like, "I said which monkey is gonna stay on the couch." He said, "Yo, mama." <laughs> priceless black people are so quick for the yo mama yo mama are you serious like you when you say yo mama it's about to go down so he said yo mama and then in the left hand side of the screen you see her white husband come because they were upstairs he was downstairs you see him come to the bottom of the stairs and beckon his bitch to Bring your ass, because <laughs> you about to get it kicked. You about to get your butt whooped up here. You about to be, I ain't going to even say any racial slur. You about to just get it, okay? <laughs> you about to get it. So she walks downstairs. They pack their stuff. They contact Airbnb, and um, Airbnb apologized to them, um, found them another place. They said it took them a while before they can find another place, but they did end up finding them a hotel to stay in. Um, Airbnb, um, kicked the, the actual host off of the platform, um, saying that, that the language that they use was unacceptable and has no place in the Airbnb community. So they're done. And then the boyfriend. So after the, the video went viral, of course, of course, this is what happens. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So let you see that weapon of the phone come out, zip the lips because you're about to be everywhere. Um, the boyfriend took to, uh, it says Reddit to explain their side of the story. And in the post he, which he since deleted, the boyfriend said that the group was belligerent and refused to leave, adding that the group also called the host names before 
she unfortunately caused them monkeys. That's some bull crap. Come on, dude. That's not what happened. That's why you deleted it. That's exactly why you deleted it. These dudes were professionals. They weren't being rude. They were just, they're on cameras. They weren't being belligerent or rude while they were on the camera. If that was the case, if they were being belligerent, that's who they are. And they would have turned that camera on. They would have been turned out. Like it would have showed on the camera that them being rude and belligerent. And it didn't. Not at all. It showed your girlfriend or your wife being an idiot. That's what that did. So she's done. They're done. Their little extra money is bye-bye, which is great, good. I'm happy. See you later. Sayonara. All right. So the second racist story this week has to do with a 70-year-old white woman who worked at a campground in Mississippi. So this black couple was walking their dog looking for a spot to have a picnic by the lake so they walk onto this campground not knowing that it was a reserve type campground that they could not be there so they walk on and they find a, a picnic table next to the water and this 70 year old white woman walks up to them with a gun and tells them that they cannot be here this is a private um campground um and I call her the gunslinging granny. She's a gunslinging granny. It's <laughs> like, y'all can't be here. So the, the um, couple was like, okay, we're sorry. We didn't know that um, we weren't supposed to be here. And so the gunslinging granny, she said, well, that's what the office is up there for, ma'am. Okay. They didn't see the office. All they seen was a nice park with the lake, and they're looking for a place to sit. There is no need for you to come with your gun gunslinging granny and try to intimidate this black couple and their dog to leave um the wife had told the granny that it all you had to do was just tell us to leave and we would have left you didn't have to pull a gun um the granny was actually fired (laughs) from um the video again going viral if they pull out that phone you better be ready to get rid of your uh life and job and you need to go move to siberia where nobody's gonna know who you are anyway um but they fired her because the campground does not condone the use of firearms on their property um and then the campground also said that they they are they are the largest um the world's largest system of open in quotes open to the public campgrounds it operates 500 sites in united states and in canada threatening exit um with, with, a, with a weapon is punishable by three months in prison and maximum five um maximum excuse me maximum fine of 500 dollars. so that's what she got right now she got a maximum five of 500 dollars. but this is a open pub open to the public campground what are you talking about granny that they can't be there like there's ways to speak to people And I'm not just talking about white people. I'm talking about people that just want to be dumb and stupid. Like, stop. Just freaking stop and think about what you're saying and think about what you're doing because it's not right. Nobody's animals out here. We're not slaves. We are clapping back. We're talking back, and we're saying what we want to say. There's no more slavery. Well, there is, but not that kind of slavery. (laughs) Not that kind of slavery. But, you know, we, we can talk. And we can talk back to you and we can say what we want to say back to you when you're being disrespectful. So if you're being disrespectful, just look to be disrespected. Okay. Because it's not fair. Don't think you can speak to anybody any kind of way. And then when they start talking to you, you like, Oh oh my God, it's all a problem, but you started it. So stop it. So 
my third story of racism this week. I mean, I'm like I said, it's just running rampant this week that I could not even contain myself. I couldn't even watch the news this morning to find out if there was another story. And if it is, I didn't get it because I just was done. I was just finished. I was put, put like, stop. Please stop, people. The third story um, deals with a black hotel worker in Texas. Um, he was called the N-word over the phone by a white racist woman. Um, when the woman physically came into the hotel because she was there for a funeral, funeral, her mom had passed away and her family, the rest of her family was, um, staying in the hotel. She's asking the guy, Oh, you know, I need a room and this, that, whatever. And the guy was like, um, no, because you called me an effing nigga. I shouldn't have said that word, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> you call me the effing N word and, um, the lady kept apologizing to him and he was like, um, no, you didn't have that same energy over the phone. And so she just was like, Oh, boo hoo. My mom died and I have been feeling bad and I don't feel right. And I'm so sorry. He said, yeah. And I felt bad when you kept, um, calling me an effort inward. So it's above me now. And that's what he kept saying. It's above me now. So there is a best Western, right across the street or right next door, you can go over there and you can get you a room. And she's apologizing. So he has his phone out. This is a reverse now. Because he now he has his phone out. He does he's not filming the actual lady, which he should have, because let us see the bitch. Sorry. But let me see her. So she can boo hoo hoo all she wants to. She did acknowledge that she did call him a effing N word. So he had the video towards himself and he's just like, um, it's above me now. So <laughs> it's above me. So you need to just go on and go over there to the best Western check in and you can, your family is here, but, uh, you won't be. And that's that. So now the, the new hashtag from his, um, social media or, or for this whole ordeal is it's above me now. <laughs> it's above me now. Um, Whew, this I this uh, this whole week right here in news is just like drainting. But the last um racist story that I had this week is well first I started watching the Ava DuVernay's um Netflix special series um When They See Us and that um series was very amazing and very eye-opening and just I actually started watching that at the beginning of this week and then all of this other racist bullcrap started happening so I'm like what the heck what the heck is happening like I don't get it but by the midweek um the prosecutor the for real prosecutor of the of the five boys that um were arrested the five yeah boys that were arrested um came out and said that um, her name is Linda Fairstein, and she says, when they see us, is a basket of lies. This woman has all the gall, all the balls to even show her face and then say that it's a basket of lies. This story is being told by the gentlemen that actually live this. Like you took their lives because you sat there and allowed these detectives and investigators to question these boys, boys. They weren't men. Those were boys without their parent, without an attorney. And you allowed it and you pushed it and you pushed it to where 
they ended up going to jail from six years. Like the majority did six. I think the last one did like 14 years in jail. Their whole youth was taken away from them because you wanted to make a name for yourself is sick. It is so sick. That story, Ava DuVernay, you did it. Like you did it. And I, I'm 46 years old. I never heard about the um, central part um, five or, you know, that story. And wow, it was amazing. And then oh, on one part, see, and I, I don't know. Cause I don't, I don't do politics. I can't stand that little orange guy that's in the white house, but it was in, um, the second series, the second part of the four part series. Um, they brought up Trump so they had his actual video of him on the news saying that we're not going to allow this to happen. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, bring the death penalty back. So he paid like I, I might my numbers might be off. I'm not good at math, but it was like eighty one thousand dollars for advertisement to put this in the newspaper to bring the death penalty back. And it was like, oh, my God, this actually this dude who is our president actually did this. And it was really messed up. And I'm glad that they had that piece in there. It was another piece in there where he he referred to uh, black people as the black something. I can't remember what he said because I try not to listen to what he says. But he said he referred to black people as the black. And (sighs) I just can't stand that guy. That that is just not cool at all and i do uh recommend that everyone watch that movie it is just such a compelling movie eva duvernay and all the other writers and producers um it's executive produced by oprah winfrey um was amazing it really was it it i mean i knew racism was out there clearly this week if you didn't know now you know um but the way that story was depicted, it was great. It was wonderful. Um, so hats off to you guys for for putting that off, pulling that off. Um, in my reality corner, so my re- reality, I changed that to comedy corner today because there's a, a little bit of news and comedy um, that's going on. Um, let's see, Tracy Morgan. So Tracy Morgan, he had a car accident in New York like about two days ago. He just purchased a two million dollar Bugatti and just drove it off pretty much from the lot and he got into a car accident um you know I Tracy Morgan is is the comedian that got into the car accident with Walmart I think is almost to the anniversary of that date from that accident um and then he gets into an accident he's fine he said that he's he's doing great he tweeted he's great and he don't know about his car um the actual um person who he got into an accident um spoke to someone and was saying that um it was his fault that the accident happened but when i look at the pictures so the 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 lady that he had an accident with says that she was making a right hand turn. They were both making a right hand turn. When and I don't know the streets of of New York and if two lanes can make a right hand turn. Like Tracy's Bugatti was like at the corner of to make the right hand turn, and then her Honda CRV, <laughs> whatever it is, it's a Honda, was next to Tracy on his driver's side making a right hand turn. I don't know if that's how y'all turn in um. New York, but we don't make turns like that unless it's a two turning lane. So 
if that's the case, if it's not a two turning lane, lady, you wasn't supposed to be making that right hand turn. That's all I have to say about that. You shouldn't be making that turn. So she said that she was scared and he was knocking on her window, talking about bitch, get out the car, you know, saying all this other stuff. Yeah, probably so. He probably so because he was pissed. <laughs> he just drove off the lot with a two million dollar Bugatti. Like anybody will jump out and be like, bitch, get out the car. How the hell are you going to run into me making a right hand turn and you weren't supposed to be turning? But he's fine she's fine everybody's fine so good news for tracy morgan he'll get his bugatti fix you know may not be by the lady well maybe her insurance to pay for it but she she did um report that she's scared because he's a celebrity and her um insurance is gonna have to pay for that if her insurance have to pay for that her rates are gonna go up like super duper high and she's scared so just watch where you're going out there um in new york Anyway, um, in news, not in news, in uh, my comedy corner. Okay, so this story actually happened back in, um, it was published back in May, May 16th, um, by Deverick Turner. And it came up on my timeline in um, Facebook where people was talking about the the uh, title of the article is Monique. You know, you can't go for my Monique without me saying something. Monique to black women. We must allow our black kings to have side chicks. Oh, everybody got mad. Everybody's got something to say. Oh, my God. Why is she saying this? Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. So this actually came from a vlogger. I won't say her name. Um, she went to Monique's show. She's from Vegas. She went to Monique's um, show at the SLS. And she's a younger um, woman she's like 27 years old and so she's like well you know when I got there it was a lot of like seasoned women in there so I should have known you know what kind of show this was gonna be you know she said she likes Monique she loves Monique she gave her gave her a lot of props and everything about the show and how she looked and this time whatever but Monique had made a comment in um in her comedy in her set in her set in her comedic set so according to the vlogger, the comedian was very serious when she said that black women should allow their men to have side chicks because the concept of black men being monogamous was created out of white supremacy and is an unrealistic expectation. And so <laughs> the woman went on because she was actually like video talking about the situation, went on to say, you know, I can't understand why Monique is saying this and, um, she why is she saying you know she's saying that she's serious about it first of all let me just back it up anything that a comedian says is to provoke something out of you either laughter or shock value so when she said this if you're at a comedy show where she's doing a comedy set you cannot say that the comedian was very serious about saying anything in their set. We say what we say to make you laugh, to make you think, to make you whatever it is. But you're not there for a self-help uh, seminar with Monique. You're not there for dating advice from Monique. So taking what she said out of content and saying that she was serious about what she was saying is wrong. And then turn around and just like have this long 30 minute conversation about Monique and her personal life and what she says. One of the things she was saying is that um, like Monique 
uh, praises like men, men are kings, men are, um, we need to, to um, support our brothers, we need to do that. And then when she talks to women or talk about women, we bees, we're bitches. Um, she was like, you know, be this and be that. Okay, that's the way she speaks. And then so the vulgar went along and, and went further to say, you know, I don't befriend women that, um, that call other women bees. Nobody asking, I don't think Monique asked to be your friend or you were there to befriend her. So she's doing a comedy set. Not until you actually sit down with Monique on a one-on-one and have a conversation with her or you do in your lifetime befriend her and she's your friend. Then if you want to make a comment on her personal situation, that's different. But don't make an assumption or, you know, judge her based off of her comedy set. That's not her life. That may not even be her. A lot of this stuff that we, I'm a comedian. Hello. Ha ha. Um, any, a lot of stuff that we say is in very embellished, very, very embellished. Like it's thoughts. It could be thoughts. We make funny things out of thoughts. It could have been, and I'm not, I don't know, I don't know her set. And if it was true, so what? If you that's not you, then you ain't got to do nothing. You won't, you you don't have to have your get a side chick for your man. That's not what she's telling you to do. And if that's not you, then don't do it. But don't sit and make a whole hour and thirty minutes or thirty minutes, whatever it was, video about. I mean, a serious video of like pulling Monique's comedy set apart and like putting it into like reality and how we shouldn't do this and how and why is she saying girl don't come for my mo that's all I gotta say about that don't come for her um and and I will I will preface this with saying that the the vlogger again was very supportive of Monique and you know she said she supported her doing all of the scandal and it was one part that she didn't um, support her on when she was, um, like, defending Roseanne Barr and stuff like that. So she did, like, preface it, and she's like, she didn't want people to come for her and, you know, for saying her truth, which you it's, it's America. You can say what you want to say just as she can say what she wants to say. So it's, it's America. So freedom of speech, you say what you have to say, but don't go to a, a, a comedy show and dissect what a comic is saying for their comedy set as their true real life. That's all I'm saying. Just go there, laugh, kiki, ha ha. If that part wasn't for you, it just wasn't for you. But you ain't got to go and dissect it and change it and try to figure it out. So cheers to you. Um, <laughs> And my um, weekly topic is it's, it takes a village. So. Um, this week, um, I've been trying to create a space for myself in order to grow. Um, we need to create our own villages to create the community that we want to grow in and be successful. So, like, when I say it takes a village, I'm not referring... Okay, have you heard that? I'm sorry. I'm not referring to an all-black village. I'm sorry, y'all. Wakanda forever. But it's just not a reality it takes a village of like-minded people to come together to create greatness. It takes different people. It takes black, white, Asian, just people. I don't even want to yell out a color. Just pe- like-minded people. And whoever you are, 
I'm here for you to be in my village to help me create what I need to create to be great. I, that's what I need. So that is what I'm working on. The phrase um, that it takes a village to raise a child is an African proverb, uh, which means it takes an entire community of different people interacting with children in order to, excuse me, in order for a child to experience and grow in a safe environment. And, you know, back in the day, it and, and still now, it does take a, a village to raise a child. When I lived on my block, it took a village. It took my block. And was a part of my village because I couldn't run crazy up and down the street and, and think I was, you know, not going to be told on. Cause by the time I made it back up the street, best believe my neighbors and call my parents to tell them what's what I'm doing. It took that village to raise me, my community. It took a village of my family to raise me. It took different people in my life to raise me. Um, that gave me the experiences to grow in a safe environment. So as an adult, I put a remix on that phrase saying that it takes a village to create an entire community of different people to interacting with the same mindset in order for me to experience and grow in my life, community, and business. I have a lot going on, y'all. I have been so super blessed beyond blessings, and I'm continuing to receive my blessings, and I'm taking them on, and I'm learning that. I can't do this by myself. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm burping. Um, <laughs> I can't do this by myself. Um, I have to create a village um, or I won't be able to reach my highest goals. I can't do that by myself. And although for the longest of time, you know, I'm a Virgo. I don't like to give up control. And I often feel like I know it all and only I can do it. But I know that if I don't, give up that control. I cannot thrive on my own. Like I can't do this by myself. I'm the type of person that feels like if I don't do it, it's not going to be done. I have to shake that. I have to allow people to be, I have to be able to give, um, give them projects, give them things to do, delegate. That's the word I'm looking for. I need to be able to delegate and then, you know, they report back and say, this is happening. That's happening. Cool. Or, you know, just, I just, for myself, I need to actually delegate work and so that I can concentrate on what my profession is, which is writing my comedy, doing my comedy, um, doing what other ventures that I have going on, like focusing on that part so that I'm not focusing on um, the other things that need to be done, which professional people who that's what they do, do. And that's what I need for them to do and pay for them to do and allow them to do. So that's what I'm doing um, now. That is what I'm focusing on. It is very hard. Um, like I said, I, I, I hate to give up control. I do not like to give up control, but slowly but surely I am doing that. I'm working with my manager and he's like, okay, you can't do that. And we have to go back and forth with it. And, you know, until he's like, okay, you need to get somebody to do that. And, I'm slowly but surely is sinking in and I'm like, you're right, because all of these blessings are, are here. They knocked on my door. I opened it and I accepted it. And so in order for me to be great, I have to allow others to be great with me and do their talents and do their profession and do what they know how to do. And so that I can focus on what I'm here to do um, by creating my my village, I could turn 
my success into successes. I can go from noticed to being known. I can go from scratching and surviving good times <laughs> to living my best life. And that is where I am. It's a journey, but I am here for it. I am going to do it. Um, nothing can stop me. I am praying for health. I'm praying for wealth. I'm praying, praying for everything that I need to accept the blessings that have been given to me. So that is the end of my podcast. <laughs> Episode four, done and done. Um, again, if you guys want to reach me, you can. I'm on Twitter at, at just being me. That's just being M underscore E underscore or on Facebook at just being me, Margo Evans. Instagram at just being me. That's just being M underscore E underscore and then if you want to ask me anything, if you want to send letters to me, um, you can also email me at justbeingmemargoevans at gmail.com. I am still living, still loving, and always laughing. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the Just Being Me Margo Evans podcast. Peace! You gotta smile, bitch! Smile, bitch! Come on! We gon' start this thing alright. You all in the motherfucking house. Come on, oh, come on. Hey, 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 do it, baby, take it, baby. Hey, 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 do it, baby, take it, baby. Hey, 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 do it, baby, take it, baby. Hey, 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 do it, baby. I'm living my best life. Ain't going back and forth with you niggas. I'm living my best life. Ain't going back and forth with you niggas. I'm living my best life. Ain't going back and forth with you niggas. I'm living. to be smiling for so what the fuck you be wildin' for come on i get my grin on i'm smiling bitch because i always get my win on i've been on so many different stages graced the cover of a hundred magazine pages made people smile everywhere that i went i even put it on the first black president it's evident i'm hot as a crock pot with a big ass smile like mr hot spot you got a lot to be smiling for. So what the fuck you be wildin' for? If you're breathing, you achieving. We having fun this evening, believe it. Up in the air and show a hater you don't even much care. We finna get another bag this year. My ex bitch, you can have that there. Hey, this year bad vibes get cut off. More trips, new chicks with no draws. More drinks, more smoking, more cars. More shows with Duval and Snoop Dogg. Look, I ain't tryna throw no shade, cause I can't see them in my lane. As long as my rent getting paid, I can care less what a bitch think, huh? You in the club every night with no job. Eating good off your food stamp card. You made a killing last year off fraud. 
If you know you ain't going to work tomorrow, I'm living my best life. Smile, bitch. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.